0: welcome everybody to the pinfall podcast once again i am your host with the most mark cameron and uh we have some impact wrestling today once again it is just me here by malonesome liz is out of town on a trip so she will be away for uh until monday after that, it'll be back to uh, both her and I doing this together. But for now, it's just me uh, pulling double duty here. Um, today's impact...
1: Had, uh,
0: I've talked about this before, and, and it's my main problem with impact. Well, I got two problems, but my main problem with impact is a lot of the a lot of the episodes have nothing going on like nothing of any significance hardly any story progression what we had the the biggest thing in this episode was the very first match Mia Yim and Jordan Graves versus Vexed uh knockouts tag title match which leads to um eventually which might be Diana versus uh uh, Jordan Grace for the title at Bound for Glory. Um, but at least we're a step closer to, you know, a payoff, which is a Bound for Glory match. Either it's gonna be Masha versus Jordan or Deanna versus Jordan. Um, but that that was the only thing that had some actual story progression. Uh the main event, V B D versus Time Machine, didn't really do anything for the, like for moving forward, Um Mike Bennett versus Carl Anderson. Just, I mean that that was also some story progression. It made it so that let me fix my webcam. I feel like you can. It's too much headroom. Um, that like. That ensures me or um, Maria Canellas is banned during their their tag title match,
1: but. Yeah, I mean,
0: nothing massive. Um, Jason Hotch versus Bupender. That was a jobber match. It led to Bupender stealing Brian Myers' title, but I don't think anyone cares about the Digital Media Championship. We had Vincent versus Josh Alexander, which was another match under five minutes. Um, Nothing really special. Had a decent promo from Eddie, but at the end, you know, nothing really happens. He just lectures at Josh. Keith attacks him, and that's that. Uh, we had the debut of Jessica, her her in-ring debut, quote unquote, which was short. Um, didn't really lead to anything, but maybe, maybe that partnership between her and Rosemary will kind of ease out, so that uh, they'll they'll rosemary will start liking jessica again or this new version of jessica um we had i mean the biggest thing aside from the tag title match or the knockouts tag title match was this little thing with sammy callahan where he gets beat down by moose and macklin and um he comes out to the ring wrapped in barbed wire and then announces that there's going to be a uh, barbed wire massacre match at victory road which might be the main event or something um i feel like yeah i feel like that'd be the main event um then we had the main event violent by design vs. time machine which didn't really take us anywhere so yeah, it, it was kind of like a nothing show. They also announced that Mickey James will be back next week to make a big announcement. An announcement of an announcement. Um but yeah. That's pretty much a, the the rundown of the episode. We'll get more in depth into the nitty-gritty of everything um in a moment, but right now let's talk about some news. So first piece of news reporting from Fightful, uh, we, there's apparently some drama between Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara. Um, Eddie, who initially started, uh, he wanted to work with Sammy Guevara. He wanted to have a program with him. Um, Eddie was mad at Sammy because Sammy didn't go over the, the promo with Eddie, um, around around blood and guts Uh, they hadn't talked since the blood and guts match Eddie asked to work with Sammy Sammy didn't exactly have people wanting to work with him after the angle with American Top Team um, which makes a lot of sense because that gave him a lot of heat with with the fans Uh, there were some clear no goes for promos with Sammy um, no mention his ex-wife but that has not been brought up by anybody um, considering, you know, there was the on-screen proposal with his, or not ex-wife, ex fiance There was the on-screen proposal with his now ex fiance and, and now he's in, uh, married to Ty Connie. Um, Eddie was planned to win the match at All Out, which is supposed to be Eddie versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, the promo was edited. Originally, Sammy called Eddie a fat piece of shit. Eddie felt it buried the match if Sammy was beat by a fat piece of shit. The crux of the frustration was how Sammy reacted after being perceived as hard to work with." Um, That's just like, that's like common courtesy in in wrestling. You don't bury your opponent. You make them feel like a big deal, um, but you don't invalidate their, their physical abilities. Um, Eddie yelled at Sammy and Sammy smiled. Eddie, Eddie yelled at Sammy and vented his frustrations about everything about the promo and about the storyline moving forward. Sammy just smiled back at him and then Eddie pie faced him, which for those who don't know is like when, when you push someone by their face instead of it's not a slap, it's not a punch. It's just like shoving their face. Like you're, Shoving a pie into someone's face. Um, Sammy was very unhappy over that. And then Eddie was suspended for two weeks, and he responded with, I was wrong, that is all. Um and and he has since fulfilled those two weeks of suspension. So we'll probably be seeing Eddie come back uh next week. Ideally to acknowledge some kind of storyline. Um at this point, I'm I'm not surprised about this shit going on with Sammy, considering he had to have sensitivity training after what he said about Sasha Banks. Um, but yeah, th- this whole situation is not surprising. Sammy Sammy seems very unfiltered, and saying f- and 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 him calling Eddie a fat piece of shit doesn't seem out of left field. So. Yeah, it's also not cool to to body shame um, anybody, whether it be wrestlers or just regular old people. Especially uh, Eddie, who's who's been vocal about how how self conscious he is about his weight. Um, so m- moving on to other news uh, from PW Insider, there's some more details on AEW's meeting. So everyone, a lot of the big executives spoke up, um, and, and spoke their piece about, you know, the goings on Tony Khan started, he, um, basically kind of painted the big picture, said how this is a business dominated by WWE and AEW was founded to give fans an alternative. Um, and, um, he he told the crew that mega parrick which i I spoke about yesterday um emailed wwe's co-presidents nick kahn and stephanie mcmahon uh, to warn them to not tamper with talents Um, pat buck then spoke his piece um and said that the talents would need to respect the coaches and the way things are structured now as opposed to going to con for everything uh, I spoke about how talents can properly pitch ideas going forward and some other things of that nature instead of Tony Khan being the guy the guy in charge of everything everything's kind of delegated which is really good because you can't have one person run everything there needs to be some kind of delegation in a company um, now if only Tony Khan would delegate some of the writing to other people uh, Chris Jericho or no! Uh, before we get there Tony Schiavone um talked about his past with wcw and why he's in the position that he's in and and essentially he came across as quote the uncle who wanted all the kids in his family to succeed and and was uh, seemed extremely well liked um so oh oh my mistake i, I misread that extremely well like and quote uncle who wanted all the kids in his family to, to succeed Uh, Chris Jericho then uh, spoke up, didn't say much, but rallied the troops and gave his thoughts on um, how AEW got this far. The Young Bucks then spoke their piece, mainly Matt Jackson, um, and just said how they're available to everyone. And then Kenny Omega spoke up, and this is the interesting bit. He was apparently the harshest towards the locker room, um, and some some said it came off as tough love and others said it was heavy handed Um, and some say that it's Omega trying to light a fire under the roster and others felt differently so it's very torn by the roster on how Kenny was coming off um, and and his intentions Um, and then everyone was fired up by Tony Khan so hopefully hopefully things are a little bit better internally now um instead of the constant drama that we're hearing about and and I literally just reported about earlier about Eddie and Sammy um but having this delegation will be very good for Tony
1: um especially
0: with uh Pat Buck talking about the coaches and and applying some kind of structure to things uh, moving on, PW, and uh, this is the last report, uh, PW Insider reported more details about Thunder Rose's injury. PW Insider confirmed that the nature of Thunder Rose's injury is a disc issue in her back. We are told it has something she has been trying to work through of late. There's no word on a timetable for her return. That is very unfortunate. I'm not sure the exact uh, timeline of a disc issue. The fact that it's just referred to as a disc issue and, and not anything specific um, means that this could be a while to at the very least find out what it is. Um, but continuing off of that, Fightful reported saying that um, Thunder Rosa apparently has heat with people competing at All Out, which that's a Fatal 4-Way. You got uh, uh, Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. The latter two are the ones that Rosa apparently has heat with. So apparently Britt and Thunder Rosa can't stand each other. Um, It's been going on for over a year, but they've been trying to remain professional and and continue to be open to working with each other. Um, Jamie Hayter has had heat with Thunder Rosa since Rosa broke her nose, um saying that Thunder Rosa works stiff. And then talent said that Thunder Rosa has worked to get young women on the show while others are saying she's hard to work with and has been developing an ego. Some say she's been a positive locker room leader. So again, it it's it's, it's another situation where getting mixed reports, mixed feelings from everyone in the roster and really not everyone's on the same page. Some people are coming off differently to others, which is going to happen. But This, this, uh, there's, there's a common theme of people, um, being hard to work with or hard to approach, uh, CM Punk, the most recent example of that, aside from Thunder Rosa, um, it's very weird and and strange, and, um, hopefully all this gets resolved, um, But, yeah, that's the extent of that. No more news on on Thunder Rosa. Hopefully we get a better timeline of Thunder Rosa's uh, uh, rehabilitation and recovery. And hopefully this heat dies down. Because backstage heat's never good. Never good.
1: Alright, let's talk about today's impact.
0: Shall we? So, we started off... Mia Yim and Jordan Grace versus Vexed for the knockouts tag titles. Um, Jordan starts uh, against Chelsea. She overpowers Chelsea to begin. And then Deanna's in. Jordan gives a big slap to her. Mia comes in for the hot tag. Chelsea uh, gets the stomp on Mia for the near fall. Vexed start dominating Mia Yim, but Jordan gets the hot tag. Um... Mia Yim eventually gets back in and Chelsea can't get the unprettier before Mia gets in oh no she tries to get the unprettier on Jordan but then Mia gets in and gives a German suplex for a near fall um everyone delivers a some top rope maneuver onto one another uh until I think it was Chelsea who's the last but Jordan gives a gut wrench powerbomb to Chelsea um And they both, Jordan and Mia, tried to give a tope onto Mia and Jordan at ringside, but Mia doesn't make it through. I think, like, from the angle we saw it, it seemed like she just didn't make it and got stuck in the ropes, but I I think commentary was selling it like uh, Chelsea punched her midair. I'm hoping it's the latter and Mia didn't, like, didn't botch um but it it with with how the finish went it makes sense um chelsea and and diana get what they call the dew collector onto jordan for the win um and it's kind of like some pendulum pendulum type move um so then after that we go to violent by design they're giving a promo eric young says the sickness showed up something that it's powerful, that we are not in control, but we came back together, VBD reunited and pushed back, at emergence we tasted sweet victory, but sugar is not medicine, is the sickness in remission or is it gathering strength, you call yourselves time machine, time is important to you, we transcend time, we will be there, we are everyone and we are everywhere, tonight your time is up. Uh, we get then get a promo from Josh and uh, Josh Alexander and Vincent Vincent says typical impact we need to start making friends around here and it's like them to put us against each other I really sympathize with you. Josh says I know what you guys are trying to do The only one that's getting sympathy is you when I drop you on your head tonight And then um, so they'll their match will be happening later uh, but now we have Mike Bennett versus Carl Anderson. And I don't know what it was about this match. I don't know what it was. This match was not good. And I'm getting work email notifications right now. That should not be happening. That should not be happening. Let <laughs> really me mute that. Um, Yeah, like... It was very slow. It was very slow to start off. Nothing really happened for like the first five minutes Um so Carl Anderson starts out dominating um it's pretty slow by that point. Bennett back in the ring, he runs the ropes a lot, like he runs back and forth a bunch just to get poke a thumb to the eye of Carl Anderson um. Carl gives a rocket kick to Bennett. Um, Bennett returns with a forearm and a super kick to Carl. Carl gives his classic spine buster to Bennett for near fall. Maria Canellis then distracts the ref. Taven attacks Carl while the ref's distracted. But Gallows comes out and lays out Taven. Um, Bennett tries to take advantage and roll up Carl, but that doesn't work. And Carl gives the gun stun for the win. So Maria Canellos will be banned from ringside at uh, next week, I think, because their t- title matches next week. All right, so next we have Carl Anderson and Doc Owls with Scott Demore backstage. Scott says, another big win, and Doc, you look healthy. It's time for you to do what you do best, defend these titles. So Honor No More have been running their mouths, and I think they've earned it. Uh, Carl says, "Looking at the good, bro- good brothers, we will gladly defend our titles." Gallo says, "Owner, no more." Targeted the wrong one. It's a Magic Killer, a one, two, three, and it's just too sweet. Scott looks at them and says, "Shut their mouths, please." <laughs> I've had enough of their shit. <laughs> oh, Scott. <laughs> I don't know who who goes through more. Or who's went through more, Scott Damore on Impact, or William Regal when he was running NXT. Um Regal had to had to break up a lot of shit before uh before two point Um He had to hire Samoa Joe as his fucking security. Alright, so then we get Tasha Steels and Savannah Evans with the doctor uh, looking over Savannah. Doctor says, I think she might have some internal damage. We'll have to do some tests. Uh, Tasha says, you better take care of my girl. She walks away and runs it to Gia. She says, Savannah's not doing too well if she's not standing next to me. But if Killer Kelly wants my attention, then she got my attention. Killer Kelly actually sneaks up behind Sasha, uh, Tasha that whole time and chokes her out. She says, don't you worry, sweetie. When I finish you, I won't come from behind. I'll want you to see it um it's very It's very funny that she's trying to be some like scary, menacing person, but she's wearing converse <laughs> converse with with pink socks it's like <laughs> it's like you almost got it you you almost got the scary thing going i I love killer Kelly it's just funny that she's fucking wearing converse and pink socks while trying to be terrifying. Um so then we go back to the ring. We get Brian Myers in commentary for this next match. Um and it's Jason Hotch who won uh I think it was an Impact Invitational and won a a uh, contract to be with Impact. And uh, this is his debut match against Bupinder Gujjar. So Bupinder gives a leg like sweep to Hotch to start off, um, but Hotch rakes Bupinder's face. Um, he starts mounting a comeback a bit, but Bupinder fights back and he gets the Gargoyle Spear to win. Very quick match. Myers and gets in the ring and he says, "You're a hell of an athlete, and I know you want another shot at my title. I don't know when I'd be able to. Maybe right now." And he attacks uh, Gujer Pins him for three, but the ref doesn't count. The crowd does, though. Gujer then fights back, gets the gargoyle spear, and pins Myers for three. This time the ref does count. Gujer takes the belt. Even though he didn't win it. Uh, he's taking note from what Matt Cardona did. So then we get uh, vexed meeting up with Gail Kim. Chelsea's like, Gail, did you see us? That weren't unstoppable First chance he gave us, we won the knockouts tag titles. Now we just defended it against Mia and Jordan. Um Diana says, Stop playing favorites and make me number one contender. Gail says, Diana, you completely deserve a shot. But since you uh but since your debut, Masha Slamovich, or since her debut, Masha Slamovich has been on quite a roll. So next week, you and Masha uh you versus Masha, and the winner will face Jordan at bound for glory um, that'll definitely be a really interesting match. I feel like Masha's not going not going to eat a loss there. They've been building her up for a reason, and it's not <laughs> it's not to play jobber for uh Diana so continuing backstage, Gujer um is approached by a, by the ref that was out for his match. The ref says, good job, good stuff out there. Myers has become a real jerk, uh, but that wasn't a legit win for the title. Gujar says, I know, but if he wants his title back, he can come get it from me. And then we get Vincent versus Josh Alexander. Um, This was pretty short. I think this was like four minutes. So Vincent tries talking to Josh, and then... Convincing him to join Honor No More, Josh doesn't listen, and they get into a lockup. Uh, he gives a belly to belly suplex to Vincent, and then uh, or um, Vincent then gets a side Russian leg sweep before uh, going for a red rum to Josh, and not hooks red one red rum. This is a red rum that's just a splash from the top rope. Um, they give some chops back and forth. Josh avoids a knee from Vincent, then gives a German suplex. Uh, He hip tosses Vincent, then delivers a big boot, and counters a move from Vincent to get the ankle lock in, Um, but Vincent escapes via rope break. Josh returns with a falcon arrow, and then a c4 spike to win. Eddie Edwards then comes out, and he says, Oh, Josh Alexander, with yet another victory. In no way was I pulling for you, but here you are once again, congratulations. Now it has been decided, you and I will face each other uh, with the impact title hanging in the balance. We will be opponents. Just because we're opponents doesn't mean we have to be enemies. There is a much bigger war than what you see in the ring. The never-ending war with wrestling trying to break us down into mindless grunts without ever standing up for ourselves. I have chosen my side myself and honor more we have stood up to this industry and to impact i don't know how they stood up to impact they showed up lost a bunch um, basically became employees and um, have been foiled by scott demore at every turn um, these fans these ignorant animals they have clearly chosen their side They support the machine one hundred percent, because they love to watch great men and women be reduced to their own pitiful level. So Josh, the last question is which side will you be on? Which side will you choose? There's no reason that you and I we can go battle, go to battle about for glory, but we can stand together in this war. No matter who walks out with a title, we will still win. But Josh, think about it, because if you don't do this and he's cut off by Heath attacking him, Heath Somehow the worst, but best, uh, faction hunter ever. He's, he's successfully attacking everyone from Honor and more except during, uh, during that match at, um, Emergence. But he's, it's Heath. It's fucking Heath. Heath Slater. <laughs> um... So after that we get a promo from Raj Singh and Mahabali Shara. Raj says, We are training with bad intentions. Once Shara is rehabilitated, uh we'll prove your luck is about to run out, Josh. But then in the background, Moose is heard yelling. And he's yelling at Macklin. Uh, but Sammy comes out of nowhere, attacks them both, and throws a bunch of stuff at them. They start brawling outside. Macklin somehow gets busted open. Um, Macklin and Moose grabbed some barbed wire hanging on a fence that was clearly put there by production because it was just in one little section of the fence and didn't run all the way down. And it was like very clean, pristine barbed wire. Whereas the real barbed wire on the fence was still there. It looked rusty. It looked real. (laughs) And they didn't pull that off. Um, so they wrapped the barbed wire around Sammy and, uh, just leave him there. So then we get Alicia versus Jessica um, Jessica and Alicia kind of dance at the beginning um, Rosemary gives Jessica some eye black give her some more paint Jessica powers up with each of Alicia's strikes kind of no-selling them um, she gives a body slam to Alicia and then into a sliding lariat uh, Jessica catches Alicia and gives her a pile driver to win that was a clean pile driver that was sick that was sick then we get a video package for Mickey James, and it was announced that she'll be returning to Impact next week with a big announcement, um, and some other stuff that's happening next week. Good Brothers vs. Honor a More for the tag titles, and with Maria banned from ringside, and Diana Perazzo versus Masha Slamovich for number one contendership. But suddenly. Right after that, Sammy Callahan comes out to the ring covered in barbed wire, blood all over his face. He says, Moose, Moose, Macklin, you stupid sons of bitches. You think this will keep the death machine down? I call that just a normal Friday. I call that a party. You guys like to party, so here's your invitation. September 23rd, Victory Road, Macklin, Moose, Callahan, Barbed Wire Massacre. Thumbs up, thumbs down. All right, I just killed my
1: throat for a second. Hold on.
0: Oh God, that was actually very painful. <laughs> um, that that impression won't be coming very often. So then we get Violent by Design versus Time Machine, the main event. Um, so we start off with Kushida versus Doring. Huge size difference. Kushida, no matter what he does, can't topple Doring. Um, but Time Machine gets a tag team maneuver to Diener. Um Get drop kicks while Shelly holds Deener down. Shelly and Kushida hold Eric Young against the, the corner post while Sabin delivers a high drop kick. Like he leaped, leapt high in the air even though Eric Young was laying on the canvas. Um, we then get a double barrel thunder from Doring to Sabin, which was his like. Um bouncing off the ropes into an elbow drop, I think. Or or a Lariat, something like that. That's what commentary called it. Uh double barrel thunder. He then gives an elbow drop to Sabin for a near fall. Um Eric Young gives Chris Sabin a belly-to-back suplex for a near fall. Kushida then gets the hot tag and lays out Diener then gives a back elbow to Young. Uh he lays out Doring too. Sabin tries the cradle shock on Diener, but Eric Young stops it and lays out all of Time Machine. Um, we then get a crossbody to Diener. Diener tries to get the sneaky pin for the near fall. Um, Saban gets the cutter with some assist from Alex Shelley. Uh, yet again, Sabin cannot get the cradle shock off. Eric Young gets a DVD brain buster to Sabin. Which which looked fucking sick. They just called it a driver. From what it looked like, I'm calling it a DVD brainbuster. Um, Doring then crossbodies both Shelley and Kushida at the same time. Uh, Diener gives a diving headbutt, then a flying elbow from Young to Chris Sabin for a near fall. Sabin then counters the pile driver. Kushida blocks a shot from uh from Diener, blocks it uh, uh from Diener hitting Sabin uh Shelly then gets in and gives an atomic drop to Deaner. Then tag team maneuver from Motor City Machine Guns, Time Machine start dominating Eric Young. Um Doreen get gets toppled by all three members of Time Machine and then Deaner takes a cradle shock from Chris Sabin for the win. He finally got it off. And that was that. Nothing after the match, nothing leading into anything. It's that's where it ends, I guess. I wonder if that's where the feud ends or if we're going to get like Kushida versus Eric Young or something like that. No idea. But uh, that's our recap of Impact. Now let's talk about the best of the night. But before we get to the best of the night, if you have a question for me, leave it in the chat now and we'll get to it after the best of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one, which Liz will be here for the next one. Um, So questions for both me and her. Uh, Or or individually, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash pinfallpodcast to chat with us live or DM us on Twitter at pinfallpodcast. Um, Once again, before we get to the bests of the night, let's give a quick top 10 wrestlers. Top 10 pro wrestlers update. So, this is ba- This is in kayfabe, top 10, wins, losses, all that shit, point values, um, the best of the best, around three to 4,000 wrestlers. So, number 10, the current Super Asia Champion of Gato Move, Balian Aki. Number 9, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Number th- 8... Uh, The IWGP United States Champion, Will Ospreay. Number seven from BJW Daisuke Sekimoto. Uh, Number six, formerly the IWGP Tag Team Champion. uh, Half of the Tag Team Champion, Great Okan. Number five, uh, from Dragon Gate Yuki Yoshioka. Number four from Dragon Gate, Kaito Ishida. Number three from Dragon Gate, Kota Minora. Number two, the now the undisputed AEW World Champion and GCW World Champion, John Moxley. And number one, the King of Pro Wrestling Champion of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takagi. Alright. So, let's talk about Promo of the Night. Um... God, I, I did not like or none of these promos really stood out. It's not that I didn't like any of them. None of them just none of them were any, anything special. Violent by Designs promo was fine. Wasn't really anything. Josh and Vincent was really nothing. Um Good Brothers with Scott was was alright. Um Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans was whatever. Um, uh, vexed with Gail Kim was fine yeah I mean like I mean I guess I'll give it to Eddie because his promo was at least like good although it didn't really take us anywhere it was well spoken well thought out Um, good heel promo so I'll give it to Eddie Edwards alright let's talk about wrestler of the night um, hmm. That last match really showed who's the best of the night. It's either Eric Young, Alex Shelley, or Kushida. I'm going to go with Kushida. I think Kushida was the best that tonight had to offer. Alright, now let's talk about match of the night. I really did not love any match tonight, and there were really only three to consider because three the other half of the matches were under five minutes so they're not eligible for rankings uh mike bennett vs carl anderson was not very good um vexed vs mia and jordan was kind of messy so i guess the best of the night was vbd versus time machine i guess so i guess so all right so that's tonight's recap of impact remember there will be no weekend show because there's nothing going on no no wrestling pay-per-views going on this weekend nothing to do live watch along of but next weekend uh liz will be with me to do a live watch along of uh at the very least all out um at most it'll be all out and nxt worlds collide Depending on what that time conflict will look like, if they'll be happening at the same time, or if worlds collide, will be happening, kind of any afternoon, morning-ish, like they did uh, around WrestleMania. Um, we'll be back on Tuesday for WWE 2K22 live stream, uh, and then regularly scheduled Dynamite and Impact post shows. Where Liz will definitely be here again. All right. Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch. It's all Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza, Elaine23. We'll see you all on Tuesday for 2K22. Have a great weekend. Um, yeah, have a great weekend, great Friday, great start to your week as well. We'll see you Tuesday. Bye bye.